0: Alright, y'all, welcome back here to another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Um, of course, me as always, Sanders here. Got my boy Eli with me. Yep. Yeah, yes, yeah, sir. And of course, got my boy Dupree with me. Yeah, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Hey. Uh
1: we're gonna have to we're gonna have to get some folks technically sound on this uh on this podcast. You know what I'm saying? We got some folks that don't know how to use technology i ain't gonna say no names but start with a start with a t and it goes two times so i'm just gonna leave it at that
0: (laughs) man yeah bro anyway (laughs) man y'all boys good though how y'all how y'all feeling man I'm
1: good, man. I'm good dealing with this cold up here. this, this snow and there. Yeah, so, yeah, you trying to stay warm. <laughs> but yeah, basically, yeah. You got that hawk up to, there. Boy, hawk ain't even a word, man. Man. It's like it's six degrees right now where I'm at. So, <laughs> I'm to, yeah, so I got the heater going in here. They're trying to keep it warm. That's it. Dang, bro. That's, yeah, That's this shit, man.
2: Coming for work, we you feel like we should go right back in, it ain't it, Sanders.
0: Man. I was saying though, I was just I was uh I was saying that earlier, bro. I was like, it it's feel like every time we get ready for something, bro, it's it's um, like we done with it, then it come right back. And it's like, mm. man, this this ain't what it's supposed to be like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> We supposed to be like a, we supposed to be like a, a, a young female freshman, bro. When it done, we ain't supposed to be keep on. <laughs> yeah, this, this winter
2: not playing,
1: boy. <laughs> nah, bro, I'm saying this winter is not playing at make all.
2: Just make up his mind. I'm telling you, you, just, you go sixty, you be like okay, we we good, and then you know it's snowing the next couple of days. I not oh. All right. I got man. One day that rain came down and it was so cold. Boy, hey. that's the worst feeling, right there. When it's cold yeah. and it's raining.
3: So, rain. dang you, brother! Yeah, we ain't, we ain't here. We ain't here
2: to get y'all news. <laughs> <laughs> <Man. laughs> Easy money sports show, man. You know,
0: what I'm hey, yeah, man yeah man, you know that's what we're supposed to this is what we really here for we, but you know, just wanted to see where everybody was on, as far as you know the mental and everything and, and you know all that good stuff there, but as you know, hey it's we man, we finally getting through uh this first month of the new year, about to head into February here pretty soon, and obviously we know you know what's what's going on in February, uh obviously, you know, the Super Bowl. That's uh, in about I guess what, three weeks now. or now is it is it three weeks or is it two weeks? Three. Wow. Uh, it's on two, it's on the two, way. Two. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, two weeks. It's on the way. And you know, obviously, um uh, in February the uh NBA All Star break happens and then you know you have all star games. So um earlier this past week, uh we just uh seen in Witness um the starters for both um the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference. Um Out West, uh once again, um the the leading the leading vote getter voted by the fans um in the Western Conference this year again. Uh LeBron James, 18 time making an all-star team. Uh Steph Curry, his eight time making an all-star team. Um Nicola Jokic, four-time fourth time making an all-star team and then we got two first-timers here uh first time is being starters um John Morant and uh probably the most uh I don't want to use the word controversial but the most talked about one obviously that one is uh Andrew Wiggins and then over in the east uh we got Kevin Durant being the the high vote getter there his 12th time making an all-star team uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, the Kumpo, his sixth time making the All Star team. Uh, Joel Embiid and DeMar DeRozan, um, both fifth time making the All Star team. And then Trey Young gets the starting nod again um, this year, making his second All Star team. Uh, obviously, the elephant in the room where everybody is, is, is talking about is Andrew Wiggins. It was a debate between Andrew Wiggins Karl Carl Anthony Towns. You know, some people are feeling like. Wiggins is all right, but not All Star starter. Uh, but some people feel like you know he he really has performed at a at, a, at an All Star level. Um. So, man, real quick, you know what's y'all thoughts on on the starters? Um, should everybody that is a starter be a starter? Would you make some changes? You know, if it was up to you. But obviously, like we talked about before on previous episodes, you know, this one, you know, it's up to the fans. So what can you What can you really say, but um, is there really a main, a real problem? Do you have a real issue or a real problem with the starters, or you know you know that there could be something switched out, but it is what it is
1: No, I don't have a, a issue with the starters, um, especially now with Andrew Wiggins. Um, I know another thing that people have talked about a lot uh, well two two things that people talked about a lot was how. Phoenix has the best record in the NBA, and they don't have a starter. Um, And then also there was some debate uh, with people saying that they thought that Zach Levine should have been a starter as well uh, in the East instead of Trey Young. Um, I think Andrew Wiggins is an all-star. I think he's he's, um, played up to that that starter role. He's had a, a hell of a season. I get the the argument for Cat, for but I would vote for Andrew Wiggins as well. And then um, for, for the Suns, talking about either Chris Paul or De- Devin Booker, you know, those two guards, or who are you going to take out? Are you going to take out Steph Curry? Not really. And then are you going to take out John Morant? I don't see that happening either. So, um, that's that's tough, and then Zach Levine, I see the argument for Zach Levine as well, um, but I I think Trey Young has been um has been doing this deal. I know the it's, the Hawks haven't been. Now they've been they've gone back to winning some ball games, um, but you know it's been a struggle for the most part throughout the year. I also heard uh, Darius Garland too. Well, I think he'll make the he'll make the the All Star team. He should make the All Star team, but. Um, I've heard someone try to make an argument for him as well, so I don't have an issue, um, but I do understand the, the different the different arguments for certain players here and there.
2: For me, uh, I'm I'm paying back off for the three. Actually, honestly, I don't have an issue uh, with Wiggins making being an All Star starter. Uh, like I said, he is by position. Uh, the only the debate that a lot of people uh, Themes to talk about is Rosen. Um, He's actually the same position as Wiggins, but the Rosen is a two guard for the East. I feel like when it comes to that, it's kind of different because East have a lot of depth in that forward spot when you you got Eddie, you got Giannis. You got DeRozan. You, got, you can throw um, Levine in there. So that's why it was like DeRozan a starter at the two guard. So why is, you know, could have started Book at the three guard in the West? I think a lot of people that, that uh, could not uh, make Wiggins a starter. But like I said, it's, it's a big debate. Um, but we first have to credit. Wiggins, like, stop. We got to stop discrediting people, you know, for having hell of a seasons. Like, Wiggins had an all star season. Like, I think people go based off of what have, uh, not what have you done for me, baby, but like, you know, they want to see those superstar faces. Like, they want to see Melos in the all star game. You know, it's like that. They want to see a Rondo in the all star game. You know, people want to see those type faces. um, so that's part of why when some, you hit a like Wiggins, you'd be like, what? No, but can I discredit for what he done this season? Um, healthy, the Warriors been healthy and they've been balling, they've been on the road. So I mean, D-Book and Chris Paul still would be uh should, let me not say will, uh reserves, all-star reserves. And really, I don't see no big deal of whether you started reserve, you still made the all-star team. So, you know, they I mean, all of them get approximately the same amount of minutes. I mean, Wiggins, yeah, he started he probably played less minutes than a deep book or something. In the, anyway, so congratulations to Andrew Wiggins making his first all-star selection. But congratulate John ja Morant for making his first all-star and when the Grizzlies on the map for being the first all-star starter in Grizzly history. Yes, sir. We going up. Domorant CGM in the building.
0: <laughs> nah, that's not nah, that's big for sure. I mean, I don't know. I kind of I see, I mean, I see all sides to it. Um I, I see all I, I see all sides to it for sure on why certain people might think that maybe it should have been Cat or why isn't, you know, D-Book or Chris Paul. I've even heard some people mention Donovan Mitchell, um, you know, and everything like that. But I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think all those guys, those them three guys we've mentioned uh, has missed some type of time, whether it be injury or maybe COVID protocols, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I I could be wrong, but I'm not sure because, I mean, hell, you looked up at one point, it seemed like every game was getting canceled because folks was going through health and safety protocols. Um, But I also think uh, it really don't matter, like you said, Eli, it really don't matter about starter or reserve uh, because that's the thing, like, it's just an ongoing conversation because we're thinking, oh, this person should be a starter. And, you know, they'll make the reserve team, but then it's somebody where it's like who you, who you thought could have been deserving of making the all-star team in general, and they're not going to make it. Like somebody going to get snubbed, so it's like inevitable at, all, at, at this point, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like that's just an unnecessary, ongoing conversation to try to have and want to compare, or like you said, not give enough credit to someone or discredit someone for what they're doing, or what they may not be doing, or what you're not paying attention to, really. Um, and I think, and I think another thing that plays a part into that is the the fact that essentially, like, guys are being named the starters, but you know that LeBron James and Kevin Durant since they're captains, they're picking their team, They're picking their team, so it's all predicated on what they want. It's not West versus East. So then, it's gonna be backcourt, frontcourt, like it had, like it was, you know, ten, fifteen, twenty years ago. How it, how it always was. Like the fact that they can do this now, that really takes it out. So who who's to say I need a I need a point guard, a shooting, a two guard, a a a man at the wing, uh, at the three, four, and a center. I can go how I want to go about it, and the starters can be how how that can be. But then most of these guys, unlike back then, can play at interchangeable positions. They can play one through whatever. You know, what I'm saying most some. You know, some of them, some of them guys are like real versatile. So you don't need the traditional small forward or traditional four man or traditional point guard anymore. Because you know, ain't nobody like that no more. If, you know, some people are very versatile, bro. So the fact that they can do more than one thing, you know, that's that. So um, instead of trying to, you know. Let's put it in the lamest turn, trying to hate on somebody. Just congratulate them. You know what I'm saying? Like we congratulate to all these guys to being starters um, on a on the All Star team. And then you know, here in the next few days, we're gonna find out Who's gonna make the reserve team. You know who who gonna make it in general? And there's gonna be some guys that's gonna get left out. Like I really hope. Um, I know it's a little off topic, but I really hope like a guy like Darius Garland don't get left out. You know what I'm saying? Just because of someone picking, as you mentioned, Eli picking a a, a bigger name over um, a guy who's actually hooping, you know what I'm saying? So, it, I mean, it's a lot to look into, but I don't I don't think it makes any difference, neither here nor there. Um, and I think that's just that's just that on it. If y'all had to um, I'm gonna put y'all on the spot, if y'all had to make our reserves though. For either for either conference or both conference, who who making y'all the rest of
3: the all star team for y'all? Good boy, did you put us on the spot? Uh, <laughs> okay,
0: uh, I mean we can we can no, all work not, on I'm it together. Not, I'm
3: not
1: going to make a whole. I'm not going to make a whole a whole list. Um, yeah, as far as east and west, what I'll say is. I definitely would have um, I definitely would have Zach Levine. I definitely would have Darius Garland. Um, and I would have um, at least one of those guys from, from Phoenix. Which one? I don't know. I think both of them should make it and Chris Paul and Devin Booker. Um, I definitely think Devin Booker should make it. But those are the guys that right off the the top of my head. Zach Levine, Darius Garland, and uh, Chris Paul with uh, Devin Booker should definitely make the
3: All-Star team.
2: When it comes to reserves, I can't give you a whole five, so, but I can give you three on both ends. Um, So if you have to come from the West on reserves, I can say in my opinion, I think Luca, um, I'm gonna go with Luca Cat,
3: and the third one would be Devin Booker, and then
2: well, CP3. So, really, both of them. But if I, if I went went three, it'd be Luca Cat and Devin Booker of three, four. Then you put CP3. I think he deserved it. Yeah. Um, then Translate over that to the east. If I have to give you three, we'll go Giannis. I say Giannis, boy, I'm crazy. Um, there is Garland. We'll go there is Garland, Chris Middleton. That's what I was thinking. I don't know why I said Giannis. There's Garland, Chris Middleton, and James Harden. Um, because really you made KD a starter and James Harden really been playing, played more games than KD and Kyrie combined. Although the whole next team been uh, kind of healthy. So, I think James Harden, Chris Middleton, and Darius Garland.
0: Okay. Um, I'm going to try to, if, if I had to do three, I mean, I, I agree with a lot what y'all saying. So, I guess it, to, to be a little bit different, um, Probably go for sure, Jimmy Butler. Um, obviously,
3: yeah, Zach Levine, um,
0: Eli. You may not like him like that, but cause uh, just the team he play for. But I think Jason Tatum should probably still make the All Star team. I <laughs> 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 I know how much you don't like the Celtics for for other reasons. <laughs> but man, for
2: thing, hey, they winning right now, man. Shout out to okay, them
0: Celtics. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then yeah, obviously, I mean, in the, in the West is definitely gonna be. I, I don't see how you cannot bet- between with Luca, Devin Booker, and, and probably Cat. Them guarantees that they should, you know, be be res- be reserves. Uh, man, I, I kind of want to see Miles Bridges get it, but I don't think he will. Um. Probably most one of the most improved players, but we'll we'll know here soon coming up, um, which I think it be some. It's got to be sometime this upcoming week since the start has been named. Uh, the reserve is gonna be coming, so you know we're gonna be talking about who got snubbed Come next week for sure, that's gonna be a big discussion, um, a big debate, because every everyone's gonna be chattering about that. But man, we got some big games coming up tomorrow, bro, for Championship Sunday in the NFL. You. It's 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 coming down to it. We got we got Joe Shiesty and <laughs> the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, man, probably I mean probably the most surprising team for sure in the playoffs. Um, that's left going into Arrowhead playing the defending um, AFC champion Kansas City Chiefs, who that man Patrick Mahomes, and then <laughs> over in the NFC we got um we got uh, uh, a third round here between uh the San Francisco 49ers and the Los Angeles Rams. Um man, let's let's get into that Kansas City uh Cincinnati game first. Uh obviously these teams met before uh, themselves. Week 17, it was a that was a crazy game too. Um everything that happened there, man. Jamar Chase could not be stopped. Um even though Cincinnati was playing around towards the end with trying to end the game. They, they got it done to, to end it and get the dub, man. Uh, what's some matchups that y'all looking forward to to watching in this? And uh, who, who going to be an X-Factor for uh, both respective teams?
1: Eli, you can rock
3: out. Hey.
2: Uh, I do, before I want to get started, I do want to say, do you think the Chiefs put on – our performance three
3: weeks in a row. I do want to just propose that question.
2: Like from the scoring, like what they did versus Steelers, Bills, and now the Bengals. Do you think are they just geared up to they shoot? They going in the shootout with everybody, or do someone slow them
0: down? I, I mean, you you know the the last time they met, they was up fourteen nothing. Now they got up to a fourteen nothing lead on them. It's just the the defense can hold up, and eventually Jamar Chase and them just just they got off. Um, I mean honestly, both both of them and both of them really in a nice little groove right now. Even though last week was kind of like a struggle, uh, a struggle for Cincinnati to get some offensively just because of all the sacks, but. They had not lost a, you know, it's been a minute since Cincinnati has lost a meaningful game. I mean, you know, they had to, they had to ending, you know, week 18 loss to to Cleveland, but they was, you know, resting guys, but they, they on the road, bro. They, both of these teams really kind of slick on the road. They can catch fire any minute. So I really wouldn't be surprised if they did get off and, and, and it'd be another shootout.
1: Yeah, I could see it being be a shootout as well. Um yeah, I can see it being a shootout as well. I ain't going to get too much into the scores and everything. I know we're going to do that a little later on, but I
3: can see it being a shootout.
2: So, oh, on the, on that note, being that we both see a shootout, I think it goes, the game comes back down to who has the ball in their hands. Yeah. Um. Can I say uh, it's solely on the offense because although um depending on honey badger return, uh we all know that Kansas City have weak spots in their defense. But we also know that Cincinnati have weak spots in their offensive line. So I guess it's who get to the ball first from um, on the offensive perspective and defensive perspective from this game is who get to the ball first. Um, so this this game actually when you look into it actually balances out. Um, but I do believe solely you on know, who has the who has the ball last when it comes to the uh, two minute drill. Me personally, um, I do think uh, since we. Speaking on, I think the Chiefs pull it out. Uh, I got Chiefs to win by eight. No exact
3: score, but I think Chiefs will win by eight. Okay.
1: The biggest matchup for me is is I think it's pretty obvious is what what is Kansas City gonna do with Jamar Chase. Um last year, I mean I'm sorry, last week. Tennessee played a lot of zone, which is what they normally do. They play more zone than anything, um, and then when they got into one-on-one situations, um, obviously late in the game, Joe Burrow was able to find Jamar Chase uh, to set them up in, in field goal range. But with that zone, they were—I mean—they were doubling, trying to keep a safety over top of Jamar Chase, so Joe Burrow couldn't really get to him. That's not really Kansas City's game, and like you, pointed out, Tyron Matthew was probably still out. I haven't heard anything about him being able to play this week with that concussion. So, you what do you, what do you do? What do you do? because singling him up obviously didn't bode well for them last week. Um, I'm not. I'm obviously I would say I'm. I'm worried about the offensive line for Cincinnati, but the man just won a game getting sacked nine times. So I don't think he has too much of a problem with with getting hit. Um, if they can't guard, and I say Jamar Chase, but I say it because if Jamar Chase, if they're able to bottle him up, what do they do? So if they're going to double him, well, then the Bengals have other options. They can go to T Higgins. They can go to Tyler Boyd. They can go to Joe Mixon. So what do you do? If okay, these other guys are, are. If T Higgins is having the game, do you stop doubling Jamar Chase? Do you give more attention to T Higgins? What do you do? Or do you just let T Higgins continue to get off? What is the adjustment that's to be made? Um, right now, the way Kansas City has been clicking, I don't see. I don't see anybody really slowing them down. It's really, which is why I said it would be a shootout. Is really, can you match? Can you match with Kansas City? And or can you force a couple turnovers here or there? Um, so those are, that's the matchup, really. What does what is, what is Steve Spagnuolo come up with for Jamar Chase and for Joe Burrow? Because Joe Burrow is going to throw him the ball. He's going to throw him the football. Like, there's no you – can, you can book it. He will have the football thrown to him. So what do you do to combat that? Um, I got Cincinnati, man. I'm going to keep it real with y'all. I got Cincinnati winning. Um, I know some people have brought up, you know, Buffalo beat Kansas City earlier in the year, and then obviously what happened last week. Um, and Cincinnati just came off of beating Tennessee, who was the number one seed on the road. Like Sanders mentioned, they just beat Kansas City at home for a chance, and this wasn't a a meaningless game. Cincinnati was playing to win the AFC North, and Kansas City was trying to get the number one seed in the AFC. So that was a meaningful game. They found a way to come out and, and win that football game. So I'm picking Cincinnati. I'm gonna pick Cincinnati to win by six points. I think they go in the Arrowhead and get it done tomorrow.
0: Okay. Yeah, if, uh, I'm I'm right there with you uh, as far as the the matchup. Uh, Dupree, well. I, it's really kind of for me it's between I mean obviously the offensive line of the Bengals and the defensive line of the Chiefs uh yes the O-line struggles but the Chiefs aren't the best at really getting pressure um on the quarterback so if they're not able to really get back there and and get that pressure um on uh on Joe Burrow especially with just four that's the thing Tennessee was getting back there with just four they were rigged they were hardly blitzing and we know how spad like the coach um he does like the blitz uh, a lot um I know a few times he's dialed back on it and maybe maybe don't do it as much uh but he definitely used to love bringing that blitz bringing that pressure if you know his four can't get there and I mean we'll have to see Chris Jones should probably try to have a good game him Frank Clark. They, they they should probably try to have a one of the best games that they can. Um because obviously everybody knows that's the weak point right there um for the Bengals. But it's like what you said, Eli. Um if there's no Tyron Matthew, that secondary who, you know, at times gives up a lot of big plays anyway, as we saw um throughout the season, um, without Tyron Matthew back there, that makes it even harder for them and they got to pick their poison. They got to figure out who they want to let um, have a good game. You know, if they want to say, okay, Jamar Chase ain't, ain't going to beat us, but well, they will. they leave T. Higgins there. And then if you're saying, well, we want to bracket up everything and make sure the guys on the outside don't get nothing, they're still tall aboard. All right, we want to just leave it. You want to leave it there and worry about the receivers and just keep seven in the box. There's Joe Mixon. Um, so the Chiefs got to pick their poison defensively on what they want to do. Um and what who and what they want to shut down and how can they get pressure on Joe Burrow again. Um, even though he if he gets hit, he gonna come right back up. It, it really don't even matter. Um and then also uh for me on the on, on the other side of that is just wondering um the chess match that's gonna happen between offense and defense between uh Kansas City and Cincinnati because that's gonna be uh interesting to see too, because Cincinnati's gonna have to figure out you know what they want to do. Do they want to make sure that um Tyreek Hill doesn't get off? Um, that's cool, but who's gonna match up and make sure Travis Kelsey doesn't have a, a hell of a game. So I think it is gonna be a shootout. Um I don't know, man. I think it's just hard not to not to go for Mahomes in Arrowhead. The only loss he got in the playoffs in Arrowhead is the the first time they went to the AFC Championship against New England and honestly if it wasn't for that offsides and whatever the hell else happened in that game, who knows? But um I think it's just it's hard to go against them uh in Kansas City. Um I'm going with Kansas City and I think they I think they get them by a touchdown. So I just say Kansas City by seven. I won't have a score either but I'm gonna say Kansas City by seven. Um, now, probably the most um, intriguing matchup, um, obviously, because these are divisional rivals. We got the 49ers and the Rams. And obviously, it's a lot of pressure um, on both of these teams, really, uh, on a lot of things. Um, 49ers, is, for some reason, seem like they got the Rams number. They've beaten them the last six meetings. Uh, and now they sit up here and they're meeting the playoffs, uh, which y'all looking forward to in this one.
2: A good, hard hitting football game.
3: If, in order for the
2: 49ers to be successful, they have to keep it on the ground. Um, I, do, I do think Jimmy G will have to do more. At the same time, is this the game where he has to do more? Like, it's it's kind of hard because um, 49ers have to keep it on the the ground, in my opinion, um, to have with their running game, um, clock management, being kind of conservative. But Jimmy G would have to make plays when it's all said and done. Um, I think for the Rams to be successful, uh, four turnovers, against a Bucks defense uh, and against a 49ers defense which is probably just about better I think Rams have to be careful with the ball um, and not causing a lot of turnovers so but I got a shaker I think 49ers is going to beat the Rams I said it here on the easy money sport podcast, I think the 49ers will beat the Rams by a field goal. Once.
3: Yeah, the, the biggest thing for me is, is
1: what do the Rams do? do? What Rams team shows up? They've been used six out of the last well, they've been you six <laughs> since the last time that y'all played, they've beaten you guys. The last six times, they have beaten the 49ers have beaten the Rams. So do the Rams show up? I believe they will, but it's how do you show up? Because I I I kind of disagree with you, Sanders. I don't think there's any pressure on San Francisco, if you want to be honest. They came in as a six seed in the playoffs this year. Yeah, they came in hot and I said that they were the they were the hottest team in the NFC rolling to these this uh these this year's playoffs but there's no pressure on San Francisco to win this game. The pressure is on LA. San Francisco has been them the last six times. they play, LA is playing at home with a chance to go to the Super Bowl, with a chance to to host the Super Bowl. You could have back to back years where the, uh, the whole city, the home team is, is playing in the Super Bowl back-to-back years. You brought in Matthew Stafford. You brought in Von Miller. You brought in Odell Beckham Jr. You brought in all these pieces. You have Aaron Donald and, and Jalen Ramsey, Sean McVay. Like, this team was set up to make a run to the Super Bowl. And at least to not get to the Super Bowl would be disappointing. So I think all the pressure is on L.A. I do think that they will respond if I'm I do agree with Eli for the 49 to win. They have to keep the, this game on the ground offensively. They're not going to beat L.A. for on the football. They're not not with that pass rush and not with Jalen Ramsey back there um, patrolling patrolling the skies. They're going to have to keep this game on the ground get the ball to the playmakers, get the ball to Debo Samuel, get the ball to George Kittle, keep that running game going. Um, but I think L.A. is going gonna, is gonna to win this game. Um, originally, I had Green Bay winning or uh, getting to the Super Bowl, but obviously um, with them losing to San Francisco, I think L.A. gets it done. I don't see I – just, I just can't see them losing a seventh time in a row to a team. I just, I don't see them doing it. I don't see Aaron Donald, Ray, I don't see those guys. Odell, I don't see them letting that happen for a seventh time in a row. So I'm going to pick LA and I can, I'll actually give a score for this one. I'm picking the Rams to win
0: 31-27. Okay. Well, see, actually, when I was, when I was saying the pressure thing, I was actually getting ahead of myself because I meant i was letting y'all get it out everything which i was gonna say and then i was gonna come with a follow-up question behind it um but dude you slick kind of already answered it already but it was really more so not necessarily pressure on the team my follow-up question was gonna be uh who has more pressure at the quarterback position um is it on, more on Jimmy G or Matt Stafford? I'm still saying Matt Stafford because of what you said, Duke. Obviously, they brought in the whole house. The Rams is throwing everything but the kitchen sink in right now to win right now. But can you not say that there's not pressure on Jimmy G, though, too, just because you've been with this team. like And obviously, when he plays, they win. And when he doesn't play, they're not as successful. But you did lead them to the Super Bowl. You missed the key throw in that Super Bowl to where you make that throw, they probably are champions. Uh, I know last year it was dealing with the injuries, but they come back and they draft Trey Lance. So obviously they're looking to already replace you. How much more of this how much more of an opportunity can you get to lead this team and to keep that championship window open that we know that San Francisco has, and how how much longer is it before you know, they they Alex Smith, Jimmy G, you know what I'm saying? If they really thinking that Trey Lance is supposed to be that dude next, so who y'all, like who y'all think got more pressure individually between those two players? I still think it's Stafford, but the case for Jimmy G is there just because of all of that. And it seemed like that they got somebody coming in the wings, ain't nobody coming in the wings right now before uh after um Stafford,
2: yeah. Um. I have to disagree. I think it's Jimmy G because when you look, I think the Rams are so sold on Matthew Stafford and what he brought um, to the team, you know, and they put the pieces together. um, So that team can run for the next couple of years. Now with Jimmy G, the thing is 49ers cannot pay him what he's eligible to receive. Plus, They drafted the quarterback to prep him for your replacement. But no one expected 49ers to get far at the same time. So Jimmy G is is in a tough situation. Even if he goes to the Super Bowl, it's like, and you lose, like, the only way Jimmy G would stay is probably if he wins the Super Bowl. So, I feel like the pressure is more on Jimmy G uh, because, like, man, you know this team cannot pay you your worth. Even if you get to the Super Bowl, it's not enough. Even if you win the Super Bowl, it's like, okay, we'll keep you, but you might have to take a pay cut. So... That's my opinion on it. I feel like with the Rams, I feel like they sold Stafford for the next couple of years because it was a thing for them to make it to, even if they don't make it to the Super Bowl, for the Rams to make it the NFC Championship a tax, a is a, a good starting point for that team on the direction they're going. So,
0: but then could you could you also say that uh could you also say is that they don't the Rams when I say they they ain't got much time to be really waiting and just to say like oh this is a start you know what I'm saying like this feel like this was a and I mean you know yeah. if you disagree that's yeah, fine that situation. yeah yeah it's just like you know we we throwing everything in so like we we know I mean I'm not sure I'm not quite exactly sure how old Matthew Stafford is but it's like. You know, we only got a few more years, and some of these dudes got like big contracts, and we didn't pay everybody, so it's not like we're not gonna be able to like bring in and like uh and reload. Um, so like we gotta figure out how to make sure we do it now, or it's a, it's a it's a waste. So I don't know. I I, I, yeah. I think the pressure is definitely still on Stafford, just because we've always been saying, well, you know, stat pattern. Empty stats, it really don't matter. He had nobody outside of uh Calvin Johnson. Um, Detroit ain't treating right, so you know now he's in that situation, um, to where he got everything. So it's like, in a way, like it ain't no excuse. Um, but I see what you're saying, where it's like if they don't get it, it's kind of like this was still kind of a successful year, but you also just saw just the year before, just last season. And I don't mean to make this comparison because I know it's Tom Brady, but the fact that you know Tom make that transition and then they get it together and then they go on a run to win the Super Bowl, it's like, well, if they can do it in one year, why not us? And but I'm not trying to compare Stafford to Brady, like yeah. that ain't. But you know
2: in that in that same sentence, you can be like, man, Arod Slick had pieces for five plus years and he's okay. been short every year. Okay, so that's valid. It, and so it's it's kind of tough. I feel like we have to see if the Rams draft a quarterback because we don't know who their backup is. We don't know their they ain't got no draft
0: picks. That's the thing. They ain't even got no draft picks to
2: even so, draft yeah. anybody. <laughs> so really,
0: so really, they stuck like uh, this. Uh, okay, I see. Okay, I see what you're saying now. Yeah. Okay.
1: I There's see what that. To
3: Yeah, dude. It's tough. It's
1: definitely Matthew Stafford definitely has the has the most pressure. I agree with I agree with Sanders. I feel with I feel what you were saying, Sanders. Though, as far as Jimmy G getting them, you know, they were in the Super Bowl, and then you turn around and you don't make the you miss the throw and everything. Um, but yeah, it's, it's you you. You went out and got these guys. You went out and brought everybody for LA to win the Super Bowl. Get to get the Super Bowl and win it. So for them not to even get to the Super Bowl would be a would be a disappointment. But I I, I understand what Eli's saying as well. Kind of what he's saying in retrospect with everything he's he's just got to he just got to say saying. But I'm definitely if lose. If they lose tomorrow? It's gonna be a disappointment. it will be a disappointment so to lose in the Super Bowl, maybe not, but to lose in the NFC Championship game would definitely be a disappointment. I,
0: I'm with you, I'm with you though. Uh, I'm with you do far as game pick. I think the streak is over. I think they snap it, and I think the Rams I think they they go ahead and get it. They come out on top. I think they they probably know they've been hearing about this and going over it uh, plenty of times for noticing that they haven't beaten this team in a while. It's literally been three seasons um, since they, they beat in this team when I'm pretty sure I know they, you know what I'm saying? Eventually it's kind of like, you know, the, the, the school bully beating up on you, you know what I'm saying? Uh, On the, on the, on the, on the defenseless kid. Uh, Eventually you're going to get tired of it and you got to come back with some fight. I think they do tomorrow. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Rams too. I think. Uh, I think if the score might be, uh, it might be a little similar to what the, the Rams Bucks was. I see like a, I see like a 27 21 type score, maybe 27 24. It's gonna be. It's gonna be real close, obviously, because it's a, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a divisional opponent. I mean, it's gonna be their third time playing each other. I mean, we saw what happened in week 18. So it it could be just like that. A lot of back and forth to where one team is up at one point, and then the other team comes back, and it this one might come down just like Chiefs Bengals and who, who got the ball last for sure. I mean, because um, they both got some um, pretty good quarterbacks, um, reliable kickers. I mean, that's that's gonna mean something uh, in, in this game too. So. But I'm, I'm gonna go with the Rams. I think they go ahead and uh, snap this losing streak to the 49ers, and I'm, I'm gonna pick the Rams at home, and they can go ahead and host the Super Bowl. Did um, oh shit! Did everybody else pick, or was, it, was I the last one? To, was I the last one to pick? I uh, I pick 49ers. Um, okay, if we, if we go on the to score, right.
2: okay, if we go on the score. I got 49ers, 23 to 17.
0: That's the type. That's the type of game they needed to be if they gonna win it. They're gonna win. Yeah, I think a, yeah, a lot it's of gotta field, be ugly. A lot of field goals will be
3: getting
0: this game. Yeah. So. Man, I really can't wait, though, bro. It should be an exciting Sunday. Uh hopefully we just I really just hope we get both two good games, man. Hopefully we get something similar to what we got last week. Uh if we get anything close to that, I think we all will be satisfied for sure. Uh with with the with the outcomes of the game, regardless of who wins or who loses, if we get the same. If we get half of what we got <laughs> from the division around, I think everybody would be cool, and we will be just sitting up here waiting, uh, waiting for the Super Bowl. Man, uh, I ain't really got anything else, bro. Y'all y'all ready to wrap this up?
1: <laughs> yeah, man, I'm I'm all good. I'm all good, man. Rams Rams Bengals Super Bowl.
2: I also want to say you know what I'm saying y'all know I'd be having them theories um, be surprised okay. I won't be surprised if it be the 49ers and the Bengals and the Super Bowl it is coming up on the 40th year since Bengals and 49ers met in the Super Bowl um, I want to say I could be wrong but I want to say Super Bowl 23 or 27 one of them
0: Nah, it's twenty three actually. I believe it
2: might. Have, I think it was twenty three. Uh, this is the fortieth year since they have met. Since they met in the Super Bowl, um, what forty nine taking it? Um, so don't be surprised if you see that again. Conspiracy
1: brothers. Conspiracy brothers. Here we go. Get started already. Conspiracy
0: brother. You
1: play the game.
0: Well, I, I want us to get the Super Bowl that we should have gotten Super Bowl fifty three. Um, Chiefs Rams because we should have got that Super Bowl fifty three. But it, it that is it is what it is. Hopefully, there's no controversy going on, no controversy in any of these games too. Because you know the last time the Rams was in the NFC Championship game, you know, <laughs> you know. Man. Yeah. Hey, hey yeah. Oh, man, my yeah. bad My fault, my fault Real quick um, Real quick um, I guess Quick thoughts on uh, Sean Payton stepping down from the, the Head coaching job at, uh, in New Orleans um, Y'all yeah, think he's just Gonna take a year off and come back Or, you know, is he done, done Or he gonna mess around and end up getting another job From somebody here or? What, What's y'all thoughts on that real quick?
1: Dallas Cowboys. That's all I got to say. Mm-hmm. Dallas Cowboys coming
0: <laughs> Yeah, just I don't know. Mike McCarthy sweating everywhere because they said maybe his own coordinators. <laughs> Sean Payton. Yeah. I don't know. Dang, but that boy, that boy Mike McCarthy sweating. He might not have that job long. So you this year, Dallas Cowboys? This year or yeah, next was. year?
1: I wouldn't be surprised if it was this year, man, to be honest with you. Ooh. Um Ooh. To me, I mean it, it's kinda it's kinda ironic how he stepped in and a couple of days later Mike McCarthy is You see what I'm saying? And, you know, obviously he's been he's a mm-hmm. coach that they've been eyeing. And you look at it, Sean Payton, the cupboard is really bare right now, the quarterback position usually went from having one of the best quarterbacks. In NFL history and Drew Brees to James Winston getting hurt. So you got James Winston, Taysom Taysom Hill, and uh, what's the what's my man? Uh, Ian Brooks. Trevor Simeon. Like,
0: yeah, Trevor Simeon. Every Ian
1: Book. book. Like, yeah. yeah, like what what you don't have that guy right now. And obviously you're looking at it, okay, Timber Bay is not going to be there. This is before Tom Brady decided to uh, to hang him up and everything. So. Just so kind of ironic. Ayo? Well, you know, well, I don't know, man. I'm not going <laughs> that. i uh, getting that craziness. But um, it's just, it's, but it's ironic. It's definitely ironic how you look up in, and, and he steps down from New Orleans, and then a couple of days later, Mike McCarthy is gone. So I think I, don't be surprised if he's coaching the Dallas Cowboys in the 2022
3: season.
0: Speaking of Brady, if he really is, like, for real done, um, I mean, I don't think there's no question we have to ask about, like, what's his legacy or anything like that. But um, we probably won't ever see anybody come close to the stuff that he's accomplished. So I only have to ask that. But um, if he if he's really done, is it kind of weird for him to, like, go out like that when it wasn't like at least in his hands like you know he went out new england it was like he threw a pick six so it was just kind of like it was weird i mean it's kind of like still different but it was like he had a chance to still kind of do something but you know really in a way like he didn't really have his best game against the rams uh you think he really gonna go out like that or he gonna try to is he pulling a Will he pull a Brett Far? You think if if he really retires, is he really gonna be done, or will he be like Brett Far? Uh, I could. If he's done,
1: I think he's done. Um, I don't think Tom Brady is a guy that is going to prolong his career longer than it needs to be. I think he's a guy that he kind of sees like, okay, the end of the road is near, so let's go ahead and just end it sooner than later. Um, I don't think he'll stick around longer than he needs to be. Um, so, if he's done for real, I think he's done. I don't think he'll pull up, oh, no, nah, I'm going to come back and do one more. If he, It was, to me, when it came out, when it broke this morning, or not this morning, but early today, I thought it was a little bit early. Definitely for him to make the decision. Obviously, if he, it's his decision to make, so if he felt like, okay, yep, yeah, that's it, then that's it. But, Definitely I definitely thought if he was gonna make the decision, it would be a little later on, it would be after the Super Bowl, maybe closer towards um the drive to where he's kinda sat around, maybe even into into the summer where he sat down, really, really thought about it. Um, so that the, the timing definitely surprised me, but he knows man, he knows when when it's time to hang him up. I think he won't stick around longer than he needs to, in my opinion.
2: Um, I think people need to stop making speculations and giving false news and reports. I feel like it's waiting until Brady announces if he's going to retire. Um, I do believe like what Bree said, if he do retire, yeah, I feel like he just hanging up the cleats. Um I have nothing else to prove. He went to another team and won another ring. So, like, um, we always said that, um, uh, and Brady should just go and retire while he's out on top, and he comes back and be on top again. So, but I do I do believe if he make that announcement, um, he's gonna retire. I, I believe like he's completely done. But get it, you know, when you play something that's so for so long, it's hard to walk away. But you do have a decision to make. Um, I do think by the way he played, uh, he probably have one more year, be two. You can't like try to put a limit on people like playing years. But it's like, man, they look like they are still in their prime. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we um, talk about LeBron, we'd be like, man, LeBron have. Only a max three, four years you know, before he's going to hang it up. But it's looking like LeBron with the Cavs second time. You know, so I guess we just got to wait and see. Um, but I do have a question. If Brady does retire, where do you think the books go from there? Do you think they're going to rebuild mode or do they still – they draft a you know a good quarterback um, with their, their surrounding pieces and continue to compete.
0: I think um, if if he's leaving this if he's leaving and not coming back next season, um, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if uh if the Bucks would try to uh, throw a hat in the Deshaun Washington conversation. Um, because I think I think you know this year it was hard for probably hard for Houston to probably try to get rid of Deshaun Watson. I think I think this offseason is for sure out of there. Uh, if not him, uh, maybe even maybe maybe even a Russell Wilson. Because what's going on in Seattle? Um, I think they try to go the free agent free agency route and see who's out there uh, to try to get somebody in there to where they can still compete and not really take that much of a step back because. Most of most of the guys that so they still got there are young, uh, in their primes, uh, and, and can can still do something. Uh so I think what they'll try to do is uh, try to bid for one of those top free agency quarterbacks. I don't think they try to go into the draft, especially not like this one. Um, I don't I don't think they will. Uh, so if Brady is really done um and not coming back next season, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, probably obviously top two. Um, I'm not sure who else are our free agent quarterbacks, that's, you know, decent free agent free agent quarterbacks or whatever, but I think they go that route instead of the draft yeah, no, nah, I think I think I
1: think the bucks are i think am might going to rebuild mode, you got to think man they they got a lot of free agents. Tommy Bay has a lot of free agents up, upcoming this year, so I don't see i mean, you can get you another quarterback, but how many of those guys are you going to be able to bring back? Because like, there's going to be a couple guys looking to get paid, and you can't pay everybody on that, uh, especially on that defense. You got a lot of young guys on that defense, um, so and then like Chris Goblin, what do you do with him? Are you going to sign him, or are you going to let him walk away? You know, because um, your franchise tagged him and everything. So, um, what are you know? What are they going to do? I think I, rebuild might be might not be the the. the the right word, but with all the free agents they're going to have this year, it's definitely going to be, they're, they're going to have to make some tough decisions with that roster.
0: Yeah, I guess, yeah, I ain't thinking about that. Oh, yeah. And then he gets, thing, free agent, franchise tag, and you tell your ACL. Oh, my God. Can't, can't sign no franchise tag, tags, man. Uh, can't do
1: it. Can't man. do it, man. It's
0: tough. Man, y'all got any um any any shout outs any last words I want to say? Tell anybody.
2: Man, appreciate you for having us. Another well developed episode. Um, we gonna see tomorrow. We have a uh, two great matchup. Uh, part goes down. It's really one of the best midfield playoffs that I've seen. Um, on both sides when it comes to um, -to head-to-head matchups. So tomorrow we got another um, two powerhouse, we have four powerhouse team facing against each other um, for the LC Championship and the NFC Championship. We then would dictate who would be um, our Super Bowl contenders. So I'm looking forward to both matchups on tomorrow. Other than that, man, appreciate you for having us. Um, peace, love, prosperity.
3: Yeah, so
1: tomorrow is the Lord's Day, so I get it. The, the game got some big games tomorrow, but whether you can go in person or they got YouTube for a reason, get you some word in tomorrow. It's just some good word in from, from the Lord tomorrow, and then get set up for some for two great games, I think we got two great games tomorrow slated um, AFC and NC championship games, so, just continue to pursue, pursue your purpose, finding your purpose in this, in this world, in this life, and once you find it, do whatever you can to fulfill it to the best of your ability.
3: Ah, uh, man, always, bro, I appreciate
0: y'all coming on, joining with me, uh, love, love the takes that you all take. Love the takes that you all give, uh, and the knowledge that is dropped uh, from from all of us for sure. Uh, man, appreciate everyone who listens in, who tunes in. Uh, appreciate first, uh, obviously, man, to the big man upstairs. Without him, none of this is possible. Uh, yeah, I, I hope we have a, a real. A real good, uh, Sunday tomorrow for sure, all over, man. Um, definitely. Uh, man, peace, love, and tranquility. Uh, love black women, protect black women, cherish black women. No means no. No means no. You feel me? Uh, stamp that every every time. Uh, man, continue to, uh, like and support the podcast, man. Subscribe to it. Uh, Wherever you get your podcast, whether it be Google, Apple, Spotify, however you listen to it, um, like and subscribe. Keep telling your friends and family about it um, for those who tune in and listen. Uh, follow the Instagram, uh, EMS underscore podcast underscore. Follow the Twitter podcast underscore EMS. Uh, man, if y'all got any questions, any topics, anything y'all want us to talk about, uh, which y'all want us to do, like, you know with the show or anything like that you can always message us uh trust me one of us is always on either one of the social media uh uh, pages so it it might not look like it but trust me we always are on it uh so we'll definitely get notified if you know if you got anything you want to say ask or something that you want us to talk about uh and we make sure we fulfill it to the best of our uh, abilities for sure um But, man, y'all have a safe and enjoyable weekend. Um, A new month is is on the way. Black History Month is on the way. Uh, Shout out to the black people. You You know what I'm saying? I had to throw that in there for sure. Uh, But, man, yeah, continue to uh, listen in, bro. This has been another, another well, well, great episode, as Eli said. Another great episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast.
3: We out.